Our second reading for this night comes to us from Malachi chapter 4. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and all evildoers will be stubble. And the day that is coming shall set them ablaze, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. But for you who fear my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall, and you shall tread down the wicked, for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet." On the day when I act, says the Lord of hosts, remember the law of my servant Moses, the statutes and the rules that I commanded him at Horeb for all Israel. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes, and he will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with a decree of utter destruction. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Yesterday, hey Jude, that I want to hold your hand. Is that Lucy in the sky with diamonds Are any of these starting to paint a picture for you, remind you of anything at all? In spite of the fact that Decca Records told those four gentlemen that bands with guitars were on their way out, is that John, Paul, George, and Ringo changed a generation. You might recognize some of those Beatles songs titles or as my daughters referred to them when they were very little, the bugs. I don't know where that was. But you might know some of those songs. There's one more title that we want to think of tonight. Here Comes the Sun. Here Comes the Sun is the very theme that we see today in our Advent service. It's the very thing that Malachi found himself desiring more than anything. He desired the sun. Not just that S-U-N, but that S-O-N to come. The one who would bring hope, bring peace, bring calm to all of the struggles of life. So tonight's theme is we stop and we think, as much as we rush around right now getting ready for Christ's birth, for His celebration at Bethlehem, is that we find ourselves in our day much closer to something bigger and better and greater that God calls us to as He prepares for His second coming, His return to set all things right. Malachi knew what it was to yearn for the sun to come. Then Malachi lived in that darkness of that 5th century B.C. when the Persian Empire was ruling and reigning and causing all sorts of darkness to fall upon God's people. 
that there was grumbling and complaining. There were many that doubted and disgusted, found themselves saying all sorts of things. Like in chapter 1, the Lord's table is contemptible. Or in Malachi 3, it is vain to serve the Lord. Is that at the very root, right there in Malachi chapter 2, you hear the question of the people, where is the God of justice? In the midst of all of the wrong going on, in the midst of everything that is there, in the midst of those who oppress, those who hurt, those who harm In the midst of all of the darkness of the world, where is the God of justice, they asked. See, Malachi found himself living in those deep and dark times. As it says in Malachi 3, evildoers not only prosper, but they put God to the test and they escape. That we too know those frustrations, those questions, those doubts, those things that come. That why is this happening to me? Or why did this happen to them? That why is so much sin and evil and so much wrong going out there in this world? Where is God and why won't He do something about it? We know the frustration, the cynicism, the pains, the problems, the difficulties, and we find ourselves at time with that darkness surrounding us, finding ourselves giving in, giving up, not as following as close as we once did or pursuing what it is that God has called us to. But tonight our God invites us back to the promises that he has for us. See, a five-year-old boy once watched his dad fill the family car. He was fascinated by all of it, of what was there, and a few days later he found himself wanting to do the same. And so as he tugged the garden hose over from the house and opened up the gas can and began to feed that tube on in, a very concerned father came and rushed and rescued him and stopped him before he could turn the water on. The boy suffering from a misconception a misconception of how things work and what things are about and what he should do. Then misconception certainly can be those humorous stories of life. But misconceptions can also be harmful and in certain situations can be fatal. That the misconception that thinks that Christ will never return is one that is fatal to our faith. Christ 
promises and gives us that very assurance that no matter how dark it gets, no matter how deep we may slide, no matter how difficult it may become, that He has an overwhelming love for us, one that will not give up, will not give in, and will never stop. That what is it that we hear right there in Malachi itself? Those very words that they shall be mine. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, in the day when I act, for they are my treasured possession. What do you call your treasured possession? Is it those things that you could just deal without? Or is it those very things that are so dear to you that you can't imagine being without? That God speaks that word over these people that the world would see as nothing special. And the world would cast its doubts and its questions over their value, but God speaks that promise that these are my precious treasured possessions. That God says the same of you. In Titus chapter 2, in 1 Peter chapter 2, and in constant other passages of Scripture, God says that you are His treasured, His valued, His priceless possession that He would give up anything to make His own. That God gives you that promise that though things may be difficult, though life may get dark, though things may not seem like everything will work out, God gives that promise that He is coming again. The Son Here comes the Son to bring that very grace, that very glory, that very picture, that very hope. Now, what is it that we hear in our reading from Malachi 4 today but those words? But for you who fear my name, the Son of my righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. You shall go forth leaping like calves released from the stall, that on that day that Christ shall come, that all shall be restored. What was lost will be found. All of the years of pain will be erased, that all of those tears of disappointment, all of those worries and fears shall simply be erased and wiped away. All of those things that we worried that we missed out on or we wished that we could have had is that all of that brokenness, people broken by disease, broken by grief and mourning, broken by divorce or broken relationships shall find that very healing. Then what does it promise? That when Christ comes again in a twinkling of an eye, All shall be made right again. That the Savior who was once wrapped in those swaddling cloths will be the one who comes with that glorious white robe. 
The one who was once laid in a manger would be the one who would go to that cross, go to that grave, go to that very place of darkness. But just as he saw the very light on that third day, does he give us that same promise that he will bring that very light? That sun of righteousness shall dawn upon us with healing in its wings. Now, what does it say? I know it's one of those expressions that we probably don't use. And we shall go forth like calves leaping from the stall. When's the last time you used that one? I mean, it's a good one, though. Is it when those young animals go out to frolic and play with all of the joy, with all of the excitement, with all of the hope. When's the last time that some of you went out and frolicked? How many of you sometimes question of whether you could even do that? (laughs) But Christ gives us that promise that His light shall dawn, that all shall be made right and restored and all the pain erased because he went into the darkness that we might have light, that he who is the treasured possession of God was given up so that we could be made priceless in his eyes. May he give you that certainty and that assurance, for here comes the Son. Amen.